Welcome back to our listeners. You are jumping in now for the Women Entrepreneur Spotlight Show. This is going to be really about women entrepreneurs, the mom entrepreneur, and get a little focus here on career changes. You know, we I often do discussions here about a reset. So, you know, taking that time to reset and pause and reframe some areas in your life. We're going to kind of touch on that a little bit here today. And I've got with me a professional coach, Nicole uh, Lauterbach, and we're going to talk about bringing out your best self. So Nicole, welcome to the show. Hi, Lori. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So I definitely love to lean in on the conversations for women in business. And I, I've been wearing that same label of the mom entrepreneur for many years now. I started my business with a baby, an infant in my arms and opened up a PayPal account, grabbed a domain and just started doing it. I, I was driven by family mode, really. So I love that you actually share that same passion of working with mom entrepreneurs. And then obviously, as they grow through stages in their lives, you know, focus on on their business professionally, whether it includes family or not. So tell me a little bit about you and how you got started in coaching. Yeah, so I work um, on my day job as a, in publishing. And over the years, I've increased my responsibility into leadership. And I realized that what I really loved about being a leader and growing my leadership abilities was um, really watch coaching others, watching other people grow, helping them, um, guiding them, supporting them, coaching. And so, and I benefited also in my growth from having some really great coaches over the years, both at my company and externally as well. So I just sort of a natural next step for me was to get dive deeper into coaching. And I went through um, COVID actually presented a kind of a great opportunity for me to have a little extra time for myself, which as a working mom is not always something that we can do. So I went through um, the certification process and really now am enjoying working with a variety of people, but my clients, I guess, just do tend to be uh, working moms a lot of times. I agree. COVID did present some opportunities to kind of shift, look at what was really important, maybe train in some other areas. I remember getting all those emails. I think it was like Coursera, you know, it's like, did everybody discover those like, you know, uh, spiritual growth and, and uh, healing and wellness courses? I'm like, oh, this looks cool. And then all of a sudden, there were also academic programs for kids because they were stuck in the yeah. distance learning programs, but it also allowed them to join clubs like reading clubs and such. Yeah. So, you know, COVID did present a lot of opportunities for entrepreneurs or even for them to say, kind of check out, say, you know what, that last job, I am now realizing it's not really what I want. And maybe I want to start my own business. So yeah. what do is- you what do you say to those who are looking to start their own business about kind of what's your why? I, I mean, when I work with people, I always go, you know, when it, when it comes to podcasting, I hear a lot of people, oh yeah, I want to start my own podcast. Well, what's your why? We got to really drill it down. Otherwise maybe being a guest is more right for you than actually running your mm -hmm. own. So what do you say to those who are looking to make that big career change? 
so when when you're thinking when you're sort of stuck or unhappy it's easy to start thinking like uh, if i just make this change i'll be happier if i am you know jumping somewhere that is unknown can be scary but um sometimes it's better than what you're living but when you with the what the part about the why lori is really it's the why and the why should should always go back to your values. So a lot of with my clients, um, in the initial, usually almost always initially, we start a deep dive into what their values are. And um, values are are kind of a tricky thing, and that people think they know their values, and often often it's not something that's tangible that they can talk about. Um, so and everyone's values are different. So when you dig down into what your values are, my values may be, or I know like my values um, around some adventure is a big value for me. And um, authenticity is something that's really important to me. That somebody else may have a value around loyalty and stability, right? Which is there's, and there's no wrong, there's nothing that's better than the other. It's just what it is. And when you start to think about your career change, thinking about what those values are, not only help you sort of decide which path to take or which direction you want to travel, but also what might roadblocks might come up. If stability is a great big value for you, um, it's one of your core values, jumping jobs is going to be scary and not something you're going to want to do really, you know, that's going to present a roadblock for you that you need to um, work on. Now, bringing out your best self, let's let's go deeper on that. Um, so aligning yourself and with a coach who can maybe lead you in that direction or doing it yourself, you really need to do a lot of self-reflection. Let, let's get on that specific topic of bringing out your best self. What are those tools? Well, I, you know, a lot of it's just start, it start, starts with a deep self-awareness, right? We all have strengths. We all have places where we need improvement. We all have things that um, just are sort of in our DNA, right? So understanding who you are and your values and um, why your decision-making processes and all those things are really important. There's lots of great tools out there to help you with that. You, from Myers-Briggs, a lot of people are familiar with Myers-Briggs, um, disc assessments. Uh, there's just, there's a lot of ways to sort of uncover who you are if you, if it's not something that's really readily available to you, right? So that's where you kind of have to start. So, and then when I say, you know, when you talk about bringing out your best self, we can all be better versions. So a lot of times people get really adverse to coaching or or self-improvement in some ways because they feel like I am who I am. It's like that fixed mindset type of way to look at life. And you are who you are, but how could you be how could you be better? How could you move through this world and um, sort of be the person that you have people see you as the person that you want to be? Um, there's definitely ways to do that without sort of changing that core of who you are. Okay. So when I think of coaches, I kind of break things down a little bit into a category. You know, there's a coach, there's a consultant, and then mm -hmm. somebody who trains. Okay. So 
even though I'm definitely saturated in the space of a lot of coaches, I do not consider myself a coach at all. I don't even do really consulting, but I, I do like to kind of train and give tips um, and prepare people for presenting themselves with more authority in business, especially in, you know, advanced or progressive spaces in media like radio podcasts. We're actually been starting internet TV. So break down a little bit of that difference. Consulting and training, I think is very clear mm-hmm. coaching. It's, it's more than just being a cheerleader or a guide. No, it, yeah. It's accountability too. Right. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit, like why work with a coach? Yeah. So coaches, like you said, it's the accountability. It's, um, being able to examine a coach helps you examine things and make, you know, the coaches aren't there to tell you the best route, right? You, you have to do it. You have to execute. Um, but it's about what I'm covering, what those roadblocks are, what, it, what, what are you really, what are you feeling about a topic? What, what are your goals? Um, why? And so a coach is going to not, you know, come in at this, when you say what your goal is, why is that your goal? And then what, what, what will change for you? If that happens, if you get to this goal, what's important and help you get motivated to that goal. So it's a motivation and accountability. Um, but it's not, as you said, not consulting and not training because, you know, often, I mean, I'm a leader, I'm a sales leader in publishing. I'm, I have a lot of clients that are lawyers. I don't really know what they're talking about most, a lot of the time, because I don't have to, right. They need to know because the answer comes from the client. Um, but the coach just sort of helps you unpack it and uncover it and motivates, helps you find your motivation to achieve your goals. I think that was the most genius explanation I've heard yet, actually, (laughs) you know, how it, how it really, like, what is this change going to do for you? I think that's, you know, that definitely has to be the inspiration for us. I know like with myself, I'm very creative and I'm like, I'm, I'm launching this and I'm launching that I'm launching this. And I don't know if I've ever taken it to that, like, what is that really going to do for you? I'm very sales driven. I, of course, I look at the revenue and sustainability, but what does that do for like my brand and my message and how I'm empowering others? I think you almost have to work backwards. You know, what is that goal and what are those steps to get there? Mm-hmm. And now, oh, here's a good thing. Why don't we throw out a tip for the new year? You know, because I think measuring those goals and setting up New Year's uh, planning is really important. And then, of course, I want to, you know, find out how we all find you and what are you looking for in connecting with others? So let me go backwards here (laughs) because that was a lot. So how about a great tip for the new year? Like, let's reset one thing in our toolbox when it comes, you know, for entrepreneurs. Yeah, well... I think that for me, what I would suggest is focus on those short-term goals. You know, when we cut to the new year and it's like this, in this new year, I'm going to do this. And it's big, big goals, but you have to cut it down into small increments. So I would say really get good at short-term planning, short-term goals for whatever it is. I would, whatever your big goal is, the big big, huge idea that's out there, you have to have small increments. 
um, you know, people like the dry January sort of comes like it's 30 days to change things, right? So if you've read Atomic Habits, everything has to be in small, small increments. So I would suggest making sure when you make your plans for the new year, figuring out what the small increments are right away to start. I like that also because that's really reducing the overwhelm, right? Not setting up something that's so huge that you feel like it's such a chore and never quite getting done, but doing the the smaller steps reduces the overwhelm. And how wonderful is that for the new year? Like let's reduce some of the stress. We've been carrying the baggage of the last almost three years through a pandemic, you know, pretty, pretty heavily. Yeah. So it, it's time to release some of those burdens and be a little kinder to yourself and reduce that overwhelm. That's wonderful. Um, what are you looking for when you make connections to see if, if you're a right fit coach for someone? So it's a first is knowing what the goals are, right? Coaching is not therapy. It's not a place to just chat or get, you know, get your feelings out or, um, focus on the, and it doesn't focus on the past. So it's really is a very coaching is a future looking um, conversation. So having a client who is, has, has an idea of what they want, what they want and what they want to change is important. Um, having someone that understands the difference between coaching, consulting and therapy, um, and often, and, and can, and can interact with each of those different sort of professions separately is really important. Um, and the understanding that it, it coaching is a short-term commitment. It's not long-term. I have, do have clients that I've worked with for a year, but, generally there's six or 12 sessions and then you kind of have to go off and operate on your own. So just making sure someone that understands that and has that same, has a a lot, that goal alignment too. Wonderful. So you're going to continue with a series with me and we're going to continue this conversation and kind of breaking down different goals and coaching and, you know, helping those entrepreneurs. We'll have a lot of different topics, maybe getting a little bit more into the mom market also Mm -hmm. for those who are mom entrepreneurs. And for our podcast listeners, I'm going to make sure all of your information on how to reach you is actually in show notes, but for our audio only radio, tell us the best way to find you. The best way to find me is through my website, HaleyCoaching.com. So H-E-L-E-Coaching.com is where you'll find me. Wonderful. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for being here. And I will be connecting with you again soon for this series. And this has been another special episode in really focusing and empowering women.